let's just talk about what you've been up to the last um last couple of days. Last week. It's been about a week since I saw you. It has been. Honestly, it's been a grim thing to think about. What have I done the last week? Yeah, yeah. It's a shit know. question. It's a Sorry, shit question. I forget. <laughs> Fuck Sorry for me. asking you. Um, I've been sailing a lot, so I, I leave in like four days to go on this... this uh, Wait, what day do you leave? Monday, tu- Sunday. Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Five, six days, whatever it is. I'll leave in some days. So Tuesday. Yeah, so I've been um training a bit, been working yeah. a bit. I've been swallowing the, the bitter pill of the daily grind. To you get, love it. To get the, <laughs> to get the coin. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, fuck, that's about it, really. Did you work the nine-hour day yesterday? Nah, pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't hack it. <laughs> yeah. I just did nine till like two or something. Yeah, because you messaged me on Tuesday like, yeah, I got out of work, and then I was like, oh, sorry, I can't really do today. And then I'm like, what about tomorrow? Now I've got work. There, just <laughs> did you though? Yeah. Uh, but I did actually have some fun at work. Yeah, what'd you do? So, Friday, grand final day, Eve, public holiday. As in tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh yeah. What that means is public holiday rates yeah, the best. for us casual retail staff. <laughs> Can now, I ask what sort of, give, give me a, like a ballpark number, what sort of that? Is I that, actually don't know. It'll be close to 60 bucks an hour, wouldn't Something it? Something like that, 50, 60 bucks an hour. Oh, yeah. And, uh, whoa! whoa it's, ah, ah. There's water all over the computer, it's okay, we'll deal with it. <laughs> Do you want to hit pause in the tent of that? or nah, just it's leave? a PC, you'll be right. <laughs> it's just dangerously close to the PowerPoints here. <laughs> no. No, water, electricity. I think you're supposed to mix them, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. As much as possible. Well, think about it. You've got electric eels. They have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> They're in water. <laughs> all right. I'm, yeah, all right. So, well, nature's done it. Oh, but head office. So, I'm asking, oh, can I have that Friday shift? No, 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 says the manager. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Head office says hang. I can't have any casuals on because mm. um, they cost too much. And I'm like, oh. in my head, obviously, fair call makes sense. We are expensive. Yeah. On a public holiday. But there's a few full-timers that are complaining and stuff. So I'm like, okay, there's definitely some grounds here for yes. me to, to do some damage at least. To sow the seeds. To sow descent. the seeds of dissent, yeah. So um, I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Why don't you let, you know, so-and-so have their day off? Like, they don't work on Fridays. Blah, blah, blah. No, we do. No, no, no. Head office said this and that, this and that, this and that. Keep going. So then I'm like, okay. I'm like, uh, gee, uh, I can't remember now. Who's the person? Like, Lauren in head office is uh, really busting your balls, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, just sort of a couple of those little cheap shots and you sort of slowly just get yeah. a little bit, no, nah, no, nah, it's, you know, so I've got to look after my budgets and stuff like that. Yeah, like, like tell me, mate, good. you're being told what to do. Like, What's it like at home as well? Like, <laughs> this is like, and, uh, So you've appealed to this man's probably crushing insecurities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, um, okay, so then after that, I was like, oh, dang city. Um, there are two other casuals that are like on the roster. Why oh, for fuck? Friday already? Yeah, why are there two other casuals that are not me on this roster? <laughs> so, one of them, uh, we'll just call him, fuck, I don't even know, nah, Paul, his name's Paul. <laughs> if you're listening, Paul, I'm sorry, mate. Yeah. But um, I said, no, nah, you can't have Paul on. It's, he's just not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> and he, straight up, he just hasn't been here long enough. Like, I'm calling it, I'm taking Paul to shift. <laughs> and then it's like, nah, we've, but, we've always, yeah, but we've always got... um. We've got Ron on as well, and you know Ron's been here a long time. He gets first dibs, and then I'm like, Ron, what about you take my Sunday shift and I'll take this shift because you want the day off tomorrow, don't you? And he's like, Yeah, that's fine. I'm like, this is great because I can't even work Sunday. It's a win-win. <laughs> so I've, I've I've just weaselled my way in, and then eventually he says, Fine, we'll have you on for the day. It's next. It's next level salesmanship because you're selling to the salesman. Yeah, once again, like I'm no longer a salesman of retail. I'm in the <laughs> meta game, and it's just selling myself to just have little gains as 
everywhere I can, just so I can feel like I'm really achieving things. Yeah, that's well done. So you, you reckon that's about you going, right? You'll do an hour of work for 60 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Well, this is the thing. Like, I've been... Um, well, considering I'm leaving next week, yeah, I was like, oh, it's all right. I don't need a... All right, I guess it's now catching up to me, the fact that I haven't really worked a full day in like four weeks because I keep leaving early and stuff. Yeah. So, fuck. I was just like, I really need this... Pull a bit of money together. Yeah, this. if yeah. I get this this uh, Friday, this grand final eve shift, mm. that makes up for everything. Yeah, it's kind of... It's it's a triple... It's almost a triple whammy. If you exactly. work a full day on that day... Then I pull through. And then you've only got to be like, all right, I'm not going to spend this money for four days, which for you, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not a given. Oh, man, I'm a bit concerned about... Uh, people that know me will know that I love to spend the money. It's it. what I do best. Mm. Um, and I've saved a bit of money for this trip, but truth be told, I really haven't done any... Re- I don't know. I don't know how much I'm going to spend. And I'm fucking worried it's going to come to week two and I'm just going to have nothing. hundred bucks. You, you've, you, all your ACOM's free because you're staying with people. Except for two or three nights in Boston. And I was having a look and I can't be fucked getting like a single room in an Airbnb. It just seems like... It. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, <laughs> um, right. Options are this. Just splash out on like a hotel except hotels are like 500 bucks a night at the nah, moment in Boston. That, don't do that. Homeless. Yeah, that was the one I was going to say. I mean like... Or I feel like I could almost just loiter around the colleges or like the unis there and just find somewhere to sleep. Like, oh, interesting. Like a dorm of sorts. I'd be like, oh, hey, mate, I could crash in your dorm. I'll give you a hundred bucks. Like, oh, so, fuck, that's a bold like, That'd be fucking pure. Or I was like, maybe at the regatta, I'll just hassle people and try to find somewhere to stay <laughs> just for three humble days. Because I just, I really, this is how much I don't want to get a shared room at yeah. Airbnb. I, I could do a hostel, but that's almost just as worse. Yeah. It's funny being homeless. Honestly, it's like... I haven't booked it. I don't think I will. I think I'm going to try. See how I go. Worst case scenario, I'll get a hostel or something. Or I'll just get an injury and go to hospital for a little bit. <laughs> have you ever been like out all night? Like you just like, oh... I have, yeah. Yeah. But I couldn't do it three days in a, in a row. No, you certainly couldn't. Like, it's the sort of thing you do once and then you go home in the same bed for 12 hours. Yeah, I feel like it's also winter in Boston. Nah, it's it's autumn. Yeah. It's, it's un- unseasonally hot, they tell me. Which oh, is okay. nice. Well, what are we? What are we now? End of uh, oh, only end of September. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. you're still you're still right to sleep out in the cold. I say. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. Forage some things. I mean, kill a couple of squirrels. <laughs> Wear their felt. You'll be fine. Yeah. So, the other thing is, I actually you did ask me what I've been doing. I went shopping the other day, to get. Yeah. Who am I kidding? I knew exactly <laughs> what I was getting. Like I told myself, I'm just gonna get some of this toothpaste from this store that I like. Say hello to the guy. Yeah, the, uh, the Mandarin and. Oh, aloe vera or something. No, it's a mandarin and like uh, lemon dolce or something. I don't know. <laughs> Just use fucking mint like everyone else. <laughs> no, it's made in Italy too. It's the best. Jeez. Uh, anyway, so I like this guy's store. Yeah. And I was like, in my head, I'm it just going to go like a, there. It's a real, like, the toothpaste is like, the tube is like a tin. I, I don't really know how to describe it. It's, 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 a, it's beautiful. It's very metallic. It's yeah. not It's not just your Colgate tube. Exactly, yeah. You are such a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, go on. So I go there and like, as soon as I walk in, I'm like, oh, hey, mate, how are you? He's like, oh, good to see you, good to see you. I'm like, fuck. Having a look around, so many nice clothes. And I'm mm. like, oh, I shouldn't spend any money because I'm going overseas. Next thing you know, just, ugh. I just spent 300 bucks in a short on some shorts that I'm wearing now like the most plain shorts you could ever imagine no, just plain navy nice, cargo right? shorts but I mean they're a staple they're a wardrobe they're staple. a staple yeah mm-hmm. and then uh, the, the top's nice it's like a toweling material eggshell colour uh, interesting what do you mean toweling like is it is imagine it a towel yeah 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 well and they made yeah. a polo top out of it what do they call that like the the different types of weave like the pile the thread the 
like you know how there's different patterns i don't know this one's called terry towling yeah just like the terry towling yeah. stuff yeah yeah okay yeah, That's got that. And then I just left and I was like, fuck, why did I spend so much money on this shit? Here's the thing. You spend enough money at the Italian store and the gates they need to go overseas. <laughs> I was thinking bringing that. Italy to you. Because he mean. was like, he went to the States like about a year ago and he was like, oh, he's great. You should definitely have some money aside to go shopping there. And I'm like, honestly, like you curate a good store. No, I really, it's I another, it's another thing as to why don't I want to travel? What's it's the point? Here. Yeah. I've got it here. Yeah. Oh God. Maybe in the old days, like 200 years ago when you'd be like... Yeah, you can't get this anywhere else. Yeah. Oh, we live in a globalized yeah, world. Like, exactly, there's literally no exactly. reason for me to leave I'll my home. Snap, snap my fingers, and it'll be it'll be at my front door in like 48 hours. Yeah, fantastic. Like, like when they took the platypus back to like the Royal Society of Science, mm. and like this doesn't exist. This is a hoax. Whereas now it's like, there's nothing that can shock me. Like, <laughs> nothing that can positively shock me. I can go over there and get shot or die while I'm homeless. Another homeless guy stabs me, but like, there's nothing that I can be like, wow, I'm I'm in awe of this. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, I was thinking, I was thinking about um, at work the other day. Yeah. So the manager comes comes in like an hour late, and it's like, oh, I was helping my wife look after the kid, right? And like this other person that works there chirps up, like, helping, like it's your job too, like it's not like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Spiel about that. Got me thinking though. Stay at home, dad. Oh, I would love it too. Sign I've, me up. I've been saying it to my roommate now, like for for a month. I'm like, my ideal job is honestly a house husband. Yeah, I take perfect. I take great pride in uh, doing a good load of washing, putting up a good meal. Honestly, like just the simple, humble things. Yeah, like yeah. it's such a kick out of like I'd love to just, as you said, yeah. like churn out an absolute ripper feast and look after the kid. Are you pretty good with kids or what? Yeah, I coached yeah. sailing for for ages, little kids. How young? I think they started around seven and when as old as you'd like really <laughs> what do you mean as old as i'd like what? Well, as old as you'd like to define a kid as i don't know yeah, right. i mean when do you stop being a kid yeah some of us never i mean that's a that's a joyous that's a yeah. joyous thing yeah have i explained to you how i was always really good with kids but then in like the last seemingly like like the last 18 months so two years did you just start resenting their their happiness <laughs> <laughs> they're always so fucking happy these kids i hate them but since i kind of got a little i got a little bit bigger i kind of mm. noticed it kids stop seeing me immediately as like another kid oh i can relate so to this yeah so time. yeah like because you've got a beard and like um, you know i was working at office works and like uh you know the, the kids would be like or the mum would be like oh we'll ask this man over here and i'm like looking around i'm like who i'm like oh it's me i guess i'm a i'm, I'm a man. man yeah and now um like just sometimes when i'm with kids i'm like oh, honestly i'd be fucking sick of this i think like your 20s are just a very selfish time like mm. in in a good way, it's like I only really I can just do the things that I want to do. Mm. I don't really, really want to be hassled into looking after someone's kids, and like I don't feel any guilt or I don't feel any need for my family to think I'm a good bloke and look after kids. I think it's pretty fair. Like I mean, I've talked about like with my cousins and shit as well. I don't yeah. reckon they see me as a fuck. I reckon I might be too, I might be too close to adult now. Mm. I think I've passed that point of like they can relate. Yeah, the the fun the fun older kid, and now if you like go down and play with your kids instead of talking to the adults, you're like, hey, you're that weird like, guy, you can't talk loser. to the adults. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's oh. exacerbated, like in my case, because it is kind of like, hey, like the so the older kids are back, so, like, what do you do as a job? And I'm like, oh, I know, I, I don't, I don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, what about where do you live? And I'm like, well, I kind of eke out a simple, a simple humble life. <laughs> hey, you got a girlfriend? Man, stop asking all these questions. Fuck off. But guess what? I can see R-rated films that you can't. So, 
<laughs> yeah, sometimes I say that to like nieces and nephews and they're like complaining about something. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to have Tim Tams for dinner. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to go to Coles. I'm going to take a $20 note. I'm going to get almost half a trolley full of Tim Tams and just fucking put them in my cup and just eat those bitches whenever I want. <laughs> oh, fuck yes. I was with the, so it was my dad's birthday and so we're over at Queen's Park. Yeah. It was really nice. They keep those uh, grounds in good nick there. Do they? Yeah, like, like real Queen's good. Queen's like, Park. You know, I'm between Pasco and Mount oh, Road. Oh, gotcha. Yes, done yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It was, it was quite nice, but I mean, school holidays every fucking... Every, and it's funny when it's like, when it's not kids that you know, you just kind of look at them and go, like, hey, who's this snot-nosed autistic little <laughs> shit? Fuck <laughs> off. Um, where was I going? Stop eating my food. <laughs> going with this? Oh, yeah, they were like talking about the show. Because I was like, oh, did you oh, go to the no show? Because I'd seen in the newspaper, well, I'd seen in the, when I was browsing on my phone with my one free article a month or whatever the fuck <laughs> I, can, I can eke together. I was like reading about a family. It's like, yeah, I've spent $500 at the show. And I'm like, no, nah, it's a fucking waste of money now, isn't it? Jesus Christ. Yeah, and they, they sort of, my sister sort of backed up those figures. And like, the kids were like, yeah, show bags, show bags. I'm like, Here's the thing. You can take the money down to Coles. You can just make your own show bag. Like, I'm at the self-serve checkout. Every fucking bag's a show bag. And better yet, I'm stealing half the stuff. Don't oh. tell me about value. Jesus. I'm getting it here. Fuck. No, 500 five bucks. Five yeah. Is that a normal figure? It was, like, I was probably on the upper end of normal. But, like, adult, adult entry, like, straight off the bat, is like $40. I don't get it. Like, surely the play here is, like, you get in, you get your entry, you give your kids, like, a twenty buck note or a ten buck note. So I this is make it. it last. This is this is what you get. And they're looking at the note they're like, wow, twenty whole bucks, this is amazing. Mm. And they learn the hard Yeah, yeah. And ideally, hopefully like the first time you go, the kid just blows it all on like one, one ride. Hit. And or then something. you go, Sorry, <laughs> mate. Going and guess what? I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna get my money's worth and yeah. stay at the show. Like you're yeah. just gonna have fucking nothing to do. So I had this idea today, I was like Oh well I actually had it a couple of days ago. I was like, No, I should have my nieces and nephews over to my place in Hyatt. Strong. And like get them to do jobs because it's, oh, it's like literally that. a win-win. The kids want the money, and I don't want to have to fucking iron my clothes. <laughs> so it's like, it's just like it's. I understand why child labour is a. How much does he pay him? Oh, I'd be like, oh yeah, if you do half an hour of ironing, I'll give you a two-dollar coin. <laughs> it's like so great. How old are they? Oh, all right. Maybe the one I wanted to give the two-dollar coin to, he probably couldn't operate an iron. He probably. <laughs> Probably do some dumb shit, burn his face or something stupid. <laughs> Get him on the iron. <laughs> I like the idea of it's like, hey, you should start just offering to pick up um, the kids from school. It's yeah. like, yeah, I'll pick him up once a week. You just take him to yours, get him to do some jobs and then <laughs> drop him off. I don't even know. Like, just put it like, oh, let's... uh. It's, you know, we'll get some tiny teddies for each job you do with some crap like yeah. that. Yeah, because well, here's the thing. Separate money from it. Don't let them learn that they can earn money from doing jobs because that's when they'll start to fuck you as, a, as an employer. <laughs> an no, but they won't because they've got no bargaining power. $2 is so much to them. Like, they really wanted $2 to buy a... Like, you know those stupid, like, vending machines where it's like you yeah. turn the thing and you get a little bouncy ball? It's yeah, like, yeah. I could literally buy a hundred of those for $2 <laughs> and I'll put them in a goddamn vending machine myself. <laughs> but anyway, they were, like, really sweating on me. They're like, do you have $2? And I'm like, no, and I'm not going to give you my money anyway, you little, little <coughs> jerk. So I'm just trying to think of jobs I could do. I, like, I... Clean some... the car. No, I don't Kids really love know. cleaning the car. It's <laughs> actually reminds me of something funny. When I was walking down Bay Road back from the gym the other day, because my car was so low on petrol, I was like, fuck it. It's a nice day. I'm just going to walk. I saw um like a family and like the daughter was like cleaning the car, like one of those car wash places. And you could just tell like it was only the fourth day of school holidays, if that. And the mother's already at the end of her tether. She's and, like, re- reading the new idea in the, <laughs> yeah. in the seat like, oh, come on. Well, it's a fun activity that we can kill some time. Make my kid I remember, I loved cleaning cars as a kid. See, I, I don't... I used to froth it. My car doesn't really need cleaning. 
You're looking at me like, yeah, it does, but explain, <laughs> explain how. <laughs> yeah, no, I see what you mean. My car needs cleaning. I cleaned the inside of my car the other day. The inside, yes, but the inside I keep, I keep pretty clean anyway. You do. You do a good job at it. But the outside as well. I've got a, my car's black. Yours, yours is silver. Yours dark, doesn't really show any dirt. Mine just looks grubby as fuck. Yeah. I wanted to do it today, but then Pat, my friend, was like, "Oh no, because you're gonna be leaving in a week anyway. What's the point?" Four days we have to enjoy it. I don't know. That's a good friendship. Just talking out of doing something productive. I would have done the same thing though, but yeah. Uh, I reckon I'm going to do it today anyway. I don't care what people say. Yeah, well, it's a nice sunny day. It's a good day to get a job done. Mm. So Actually, stay at home. Stay at home, Dad. Yeah. Oh, did I tell you I went for a swim in the bay yesterday? I wanted to get that out there. Really? Pretty proud of myself, yeah. Good on you. Where'd you go? In between channel markers or? <laughs> <laughs> I just went, uh, just went down to Sandy. Nice. And, um, so I, I leave the car. I leave. I like. I, I take the car. I leave. I left all my stuff at home, pretty much. Yep. Except for a bag that had my goggles. I thought it had a towel in it. It did not. I realized halfway down there, and I took a fifty dollar note because I needed to get petrol on the way. Strong. Yeah. And it was a dollar sixty seven a liter. Yeah. Fucking petrol. Yeah, that's crook. Anyway, so I park the car like a couple of streets back. Put my glasses in the glove box. Lock the car. Make my way down there with essentially just a pair of goggles. Yep. And like the clothes that I'm wearing. <laughs> And it's like, it's like that late afternoon, it's starting to get a little bit cold. And I'm like, nah. And I'm also thinking, I've got to cross like Beach Road. I'm like, hmm, I can't really see the cars yeah. that well. <laughs> like, but I can feel them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The wind rushing past. I can hear the when horns they hit honking. Me, I feel my pelvis shudder. <laughs> yeah, so it was just like, so I went down, put my stuff down, just took all my like, stuff off just in my Speedos. And then I left my goggles in my bag accidentally. So as I'm walking down to the water, I'm like, no, I can't turn back now. And so I just went for a splash and I was like, oh, I'll go out, hit one of those markers. Like, you know, those markers yeah, yeah, that are always yeah. sailing, maybe 150, 200 meters out. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, not happening. I just ended up swimming parallel to the beach. It was so cold. It like knocked the air out of me. When oh, I put my I head under. That. I had a very, I only had a few hours of sleep, I think two nights ago. And then yeah. I had to, I had to go to this daily grind. So mm. this 9am start and I mm. maybe got to bed at like, I don't know, three o'clock or something, four o'clock. Just wasn't enough sleep for me. Woke up, I was like, Jesus, this is looking grim. Is this the day you didn't work? Well, I worked. I started it, <laughs> but I, put, I bailed out. Um, cold shower. Yeah. I got myself a cold shower. It did the same. Like, you actually like... Yeah, the gasp <laughs> reflex. Come on now. Like, yeah, like, it gets you up. So I mean, it's, like, it's that thing where they... It's it's interesting, like, the, that gasp reflex. So, mm, so you, mm. people that usually fall on the ice. And drown. Yeah, they just drown straight away. full of it. You just jump in and... It's so goddamn cold. It's one of those ones. What's like that? Uh, I feel like it's almost like a, a a Hume quote or one of those philosophers or someone was just like, yeah, I've, I've yet to see a philosopher withstand pain. Like just because like to refute that like thing of like, oh, everything that we experience is just made in our mind. Mm. It's like nothing's real. It's like we can just overcome that. It's like, yeah, I can get that intellectually. But, like, I can't force myself to do these <laughs> things. What if I just put an iron onto your thigh? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly right. I retract immediately. Mm. Like, so you can tell yourself a hundred times, all right, now don't gasp. Mm. And then you get in there and you just immediately gasp. Mm. There's really, like, nothing you can do about it. I feel like the gasp you could control. You think? I think that's something you could try and to control. I see. I haven't really tried it. I can't really do it. Here's the thing. I have this image in my head of myself as a disciplined, mentally strong person. I can't do cold showers. In mm. fact, I do hot showers upwards of 30 minutes. <laughs> and I just can't get out. I'm just like, this is the best. This is too good. I love this feeling. That's interesting. Yeah, because you yeah. are. But like, you love going to the gym and just pushing yourself the pain threshold. Yeah, like really gritting my teeth. And but then, <laughs> but no. a cold shower. A cold shower. Yeah, I really, 
Maybe if it was in a competitive environment, if you lined up 50 boys and you said, we're going to have cold showers. <laughs> like, then I could push and then we're going to kiss afterwards as well. <laughs> well like, then, then like that would fire something in me that would like make me grip my teeth. But when I'm just at home, like, I'm just like, nah, I could just turn the cold tap. You're like, nah, fuck it. I'm just going to turn that hot That's tap. That's the thing. You need to be more. thrown to the, You need to experience it. Like You need that line of boys to get you to try it for once. Mm. And then you'll always look back with a sense of camaraderie yeah, when yeah. you have a cold shower. But it's like... It's, when I was at a music festival, like they only had cold showers, where you could spend like two bucks and get a hot yeah. shower. And I'm like, honestly, how good is this hot shower going to be for two bucks? See, here's the thing: I would like at, uh, while I was at you my bring own... your two dollar coins. <laughs> Come on, kids, do some jobs. For a hot <laughs> while while I was at home with mum and dad, like they had a go at me about the water bill. And it got to the point where I just like angrily go to my room, pull out like twenty bucks or fifty bucks, and just slap it down. Like I don't want to hear about it. I'm, I'm having hot showers for as long as it takes. How much were you blowing out the water bill? Well, quite a bit. You see, like you know, when you say uh, this is your this is your neighbourhood usage, and it's like, yeah, I don't know, two like two hundred liters per person per day. Yeah, and like they say, hey, get it down to one fifty five. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, all right, whatever. I think I was on like one thousand five hundred. <laughs> like, Holy just, like, fuck! This is another ballpark. Like I was, I was in. Sometimes I'd be in the shower for forty five minutes. I'd only get out because the album I wanted to listen to was finished. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. that's outrageous. Yeah, it's good though, isn't it? I've always, we've always been pretty low. I just like, no, oh, no, I enjoy mm, a shower it's, too. It's a family thing, I think. But I'm just like, oh, my sister was a hardcore water saver when they had the um, no, she would have been water too. restrictions. She your, would. Your sister's very like disciplined and high achieving. Definitely, like, it reminds me of myself before I kind of <laughs> got lost. Yeah, something like that. She'd uh do like a twenty second rinse with water with the, <laughs> with the stuff on so you know three minute, four minute showers whatever it was yeah. anyway then she'd put the water off she'd also have a bucket underneath as well <laughs> then she'd lather soap on right quickly rinse it off and she'd be done and then she'd be like nine or ten or something yeah exactly and then she'd be like oh my hair's so itchy and mum's like what the fuck you got like caked on shampoo here because you don't rinse it off she's like but I gotta save the planet <laughs> kids are such fanatics yeah I know like you tell them like once it's like oh eating Eating sugary food is, is bad for you. It makes you live for shorter. And then they're like petrified of sugar. They're like, if I have a teaspoon, I will I will die. But then they taste it and they're like, yeah, oh, it's so the fucking good. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I had any sort of... Have I been like sort of... I should have just taken a cake of soap down to the beach. <laughs> really funny. Be like, fuck it, I can't afford the hot water. Funny, funny thing about that. Yeah. When I was uh, road tripping in a van, mm. right? We didn't have showers and shit in Tassie. Yeah. Um, we, I had the same idea. I thought I'd just go down to the beach and like, bring the thing of soap and you get the biodegradable uh, like it's it's fine to use in nature well, this one doesn't work like most soap doesn't lather up in salt water yeah it's hard water i'm familiar hey did i tell you in that i didn't send you that job application i sent through that i was happy with i'll oh. send it i'll send it it was about the toxicology job yeah you told me about it no matter yeah i sent it to dad and finally I, I explained it to you i was like oh, i'm actually more nervous sending it to dad than the actual people and what did he say dad was happy with it and i'm like jeez thanks dad i, I really, <laughs> really this, fucking this needed a lot. it yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, it would have been bad if it was like, uh, don't come home for a while. Like. <laughs> yeah, well, because he's he can be um he can be quite um constructive in mm. his criticism mm. and very proactive in his feedback. <laughs> um, yeah, and so anyway, in the job application I put together, like, uh, do you like understand a lab environment and uh, like chemical analytical techniques? Mm. And I was like, I put together some stuff that I did while at uni, and I was like. I fooled myself here. This actually sounds pretty good. I was talking about yeah. atomic absorption spectrometry and like high performance liquid chromatography and stuff. And I was like, eh, pff, I'm gonna do that stuff. Anyway, that was I was only mentioned that because one of those experiments we did was like testing the 
hardness of water. Ah. And hardness, it means the soap can't fall, form a lather because it's mm. got those dissolved ions, which mm. you got your, your calciums and your salts and whatever else in seawater. Yeah, you do. You soften it up, really. Soften up the water. Yeah, you do. I, and they do that at... Oh, I think... I honestly reckon going down... Let's get like a boys' excursion to like Werribee Sewerage Plant. I think that'd be sick. It'd just be like a feat of engineering. Like, just be like, show us around. How do you do it? Don't you, you don't think it'd be kind of an interesting place to go to see behind the scenes? I'd like to go to that a fish market or like a wholesale market where like coals and stuff gets their fish and meat. These are things like behind the scenes that, mm. that make up the fabric of our everyday life that we don't even think about. Yeah. I think I think the sewage plant would be pretty cool. I don't know. Desal plant? Just because it doesn't smell. I just don't want to go. It's going to stink like shit. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> it is interesting though yeah, what, they, what they can achieve at the sewage plants. Because that's how... They, you know how mm. they, uh, they, um, they find out what they deem to be pretty accurate figures for like drug consumption in, uh, yeah, in, yeah. in areas. The, the metabolites and the byproducts. Exactly, yeah. They literally yeah. shovel shit and like test how much of, you know, yeah. how much MDMA is in shit. And yeah. they're like, oh, this is, Melbourne uses this much MDMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. Yeah, it's interesting because then you're like, wait, are these are these metabolites still uh, like pharmacologically active? Mm. See, this is why I think toxicology would be pretty interesting. There's so many Definitely. different ways you can take it. Because, yeah, like they're like, oh, so many, so many women on the pill these days and they weren't 50, 100 years ago. Yeah. And now it's like, it's changing the gender of the fish. I mean, it's a real thing. Oh, it's, not really? even, it's, it's not even a crackpot theory. Yeah, those those metabolites are still uh, still physiologically uh, significant because like, women just pay them out and then it just goes into the... And like, again, I'm like, I kind of want to wonder what happens to the water that we use? Like, does it all get treated or does a fair chunk of it just get sort of partially treated and then sent out into the ocean or... What do you mean? The water that we use? All right. So, in, so water that goes to the sewage plant yeah, so is that that's just that's just a complete mix of all the water that comes out of a house, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. So do they treat all the water all the time? Because sometimes it's like yeah, it rained heavily and uh, the sewage plant overflowed. You're like oh cool, what does that mean? It's like well, it just means that instead of treating the water, they started pouring the shit into the into the sea. Hmm. So I would just wonder: does all water get all treated all the time, or sometimes they're like oh, we know there's rain coming, we've got high demand. We're only sort of going to get an eighty percent job of this one done, because mm. it's not—it's not like it's drinking quality once it goes out into the bay. Yeah. So what sort of metric are they working to? Like I said, I think it's—it's—it's it's, it's empowering to kind of have this knowledge. You know. I think it is, in a way. At the same time, yeah. There's a limited amount of things you can know. Yeah, literally things that I want to know. This is why we should have been like the Groundhog Day thing that we were talking about last time. That line in the film when he's like, uh, maybe God's not omnipotent. Maybe he's just been around for long enough he, that he knows everything. Mm. So I was just like, man, like we don't get enough lifetimes. Imagine just being like, yeah, I'm just going to devote this lifetime to this and another lifetime to this. That being <sighs> said, how many how many lifetimes did I waste? It's like a plod within a plod. Yeah, yeah, exactly Gee, right. Is, like a beautiful thing? It's like I'm going to perfect, I'm going to literally just perfect this one thing and then move on. Yeah. And just plod endlessly. I don't know. That was a, I think something about the, about the plot is like, like I was thinking of playing piano. Like, yeah. Just how, how much for yourself it really is. It's only for you. Yeah, because like, you can you can like you can practice piano quite hard for like say like say five to let's say let's say like eight to ten years yeah and then <coughs> uh you play some pieces for people and you play like maybe three two minute pieces mm. and like oh yeah that's pretty cool 
That's it. And then that's like, that's pretty much the extent of it. Like, oh man, I'd really love to be able to do that. That sounds cool. All right, shut up. I've heard enough piano now. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like six minutes. Yeah, that like torturous thing. It's just like, you don't understand yeah. how many tears have gone to yeah, this Yeah, how pace. much time, how many Hours, years of my life. Days. So it just, it just doesn't make sense for, for in my, sometimes in my head, I'm like, imagining myself playing this piece perfectly and be like, oh, people will be impressed. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to give a shit. It, you know what I mean? I couldn't have said it better myself. You get the plot. Seriously, though. <laughs> I invented the plot. You invented <laughs> the plot, like... <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't invent the idea of persistence, but, but I, I popularised it among <laughs> you, me, and our listeners. You're right, though. I've seen a lot of people that are just like, oh, I'm just so annoyed that people aren't liking this and getting around it. It's just yeah. like, you've done it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Even Honestly. Because there's always going to be people that don't like yeah. it or don't like actively support it or just aren't yeah, interested. Yeah, don't appreciate it. That's just fine. don't know how much work went into it. Because, like, like, to be honest, like, in a sense, you can't really appreciate piano to the same extent if you haven't put in a mm. similar yeah if you haven't plotted away at something like that you know what i mean yeah like if you've played another instrument you'd be like wow i appreciate how much work's gone in mm. and I, I respect that but if you just rock up and just effortlessly just play something and yeah. you're done it's just like wow that was great yeah yeah okay it's like it's cool. like when you play for a little kid like you play something like quite difficult yeah and like oh cool how do i play that like mm. what what buttons do I press? And you're like, yeah, it's not your goddamn iPhone game. You don't just press a button. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like they actually think that they can just be, it can be explained to them in like fifteen to thirty seconds. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Okay. Hey, Um, <laughs> I was gonna say it's kind of a. It's like yeah, it's not for anyone else. It's kind of like this podcast because I mean, the last episode hasn't even been released yet. <laughs> it was more than a week ago. Yeah. I like uh, that. That's funny. Oh. Uh, it's an experimental one. I'll do it. I'll, we'll put it up yeah. after this. Maybe yeah. Give we give just we just gotta do it. Yeah, no, as long as it's as long as you sort of get something. It's at a least, at least one app before you get to America would be nice. Do you yeah. think this is what I was gonna say? Do you think um excellence, like this is kind of something contrary to what a lot of people expect. Excellence like breeds <coughs> humbleness. Excellence breeds humbleness or begets humbleness i don't know i don't know how to say it but like yeah. when, when you think of people who are like i was talking about how emil zatapek was like yeah i just did like here's my training like I, i'm not arrogant about it and like i don't care if you copy my methods because i just know how hard the work is and that can kind of only humble me yeah but then you have some people who are like zlatan ibrahimovic like the football yeah. player who is so incredibly arrogant and mm. and free of humbleness that like but, but he's still he's still incredible. He's still great. Yeah, I just think because in a lot of things, people like it's kind of like what I was saying last time. I was like, I put in so much hard work, so it's like I'm not great. I just did the work, and that kind of makes me humble. And as you get into higher and higher ranks, you see people around you who just have such in, who are so incredible, and you're kind of like, oh, I'm not great. This guy's great. Mm. You kind of almost blind to your own greatness. But then I mean, it can go the other way with like Slayton, and I can kind of get that. Yeah, when like people are kind of acting cocky. And like haven't done that much, yeah. Then like I'm um, like if I were really good at something, say if I was stronger, I would just flex right over the top of them because I'd be like, this is ten thousand hours of work, and I'm not going to let you strut around with your one thousand hours, and think that that's good. Like, I reckon there's two paths to greatness. Then perhaps hmm. I think you've got the the path of the person that is so destined to be seen as the best and mm. so destined to be amazing and essentially a god type figure yeah that they will keep working until they get it and they'll never be happy so they'll just keep becoming mm. just keep working and working like they'll plod because of they want other people to get around them right yeah or there is perhaps another path where you just really enjoy the process of doing it you're just in love with it you just can't do it i enough. love the process of yeah. learning piano and the fact that i can never win yeah. I love that and that's why I keep hitting it sort of thing. Yeah. 
and then you become great, but you don't see yourself as great necessarily because you're just on a journey. Like you've still got, you know that there's plenty more ahead. It's not like you're trying to kick necessarily any goals. I feel like, not that I say I'm on any path of greatness, but I think the latter is how I've started to approach things in my life. Any sort of, you know, creative outlet or even just cooking a meal. Yeah. The way we talk, we we should be more high achieving than we are. I know. <laughs> We've got very lofty ideas We've about become too humble. excellence. <laughs> I love this new push for humbleness. <laughs> when, when we're we're going to be the best at being humble. <laughs> when we were out for pizza on um, Thursday night, this isn't even related to anything, but it just cracked me up. When we were arguing about whether to get the capriccioso or not, with anchovies or without, like, <laughs> and, like it was quite, quite, quite a rift in the table. It didn't And do. eventually... You know, Pat said to me, like, you're always the one going on about being humble. And I'm like, I am humble. And I, I, I humbly retract. I, I'm happy with whatever the pizza has. Yeah. And you were still too prideful. You, you, It's a sin, Michael. It's a sin. Anyway, and, so, and then the guy comes over. And we're finally like, yeah, we'll get a capriccioso without anchovies. And then the guy's like, no, it doesn't come with anchovies anyway. Which is like, kind of funny. And then he walked off. And then you were just like, I really don't respect that. <laughs> Which I didn't get at all. It's like, I don't you, respect like, Did you want him to take the anchovies off the pizza when the anchovies weren't there to begin with? No, the fact is this. When everyone... I love anchovies, right? It doesn't come with anchovies. Yeah, and then take them off. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? No. So I love anchovies, right? Uh, and I yeah, don't... Sorry. I don't subscribe to the fact that other people don't like them. I think they just haven't learnt to like them. They haven't. <laughs> they haven't, they haven't <laughs> they put haven't in the work. Flirt. They need to humble themselves before the answer. But also, and like, to they've it. just got a name for them and they just don't try them. Yeah, they're So cowards. many fucking people that just don't try things. Absolute uh, cowards. Like, exactly. Absolute cowards. So when I hear Pat, who I know has never fucking had an anchovy in his life, <laughs> say that, like, oh, I don't like... In fact, he has had anchovies because I've cooked with them before and he's like, yeah. this is dope. And I'm like, yeah, it's riddled with anchovies. <laughs> it's like, pretty much, it's like, do you like salt? Yeah. Do you like flavour? Do you like oil? Yeah. Fucking eat an anchovy. Yeah. Anyway, so I hate people that are like, nah, no anchovies. It's like, no, you're dumb because it's the best, yeah. right? <laughs> and they can never give me a solid reason. And I yeah. just don't like them. I've never really had one, but I just I just know they're not for me. Yeah, oh, coward. fuck off. Anyway, so at that time, I was angry at the people on the table. Mm. I thought they were my friends. Mm, and they had, yeah. Betrayed me in a sense. I thought I saw them, especially Wolfie. Yeah, he's like a culinary you, guy yeah. like he worked in yeah. restaurants and like yes, I, he does. I feel like we like really bond over food yeah and for him to say no nah, no nah, no anchovies I'm like fuck mm. my dog I don't know who I'm with anymore yeah and I said I said it's it's one humble anchovy slice I mean you can exactly. you can simply peel it exactly. off exactly it leaves an indent in the cheese oh and my I said, god all all are all are loved by I don't even know I, <sighs> Anyway, so at that stage, I hated the people, right? Because they didn't yeah. want the anchovies. You, then, you'd, had, you'd had like four four beers and like became sort of weirdly aggressive. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I reckon I just became passionate. Uh, yeah, yeah, emotionally labile, I think. Is <laughs> like a junkie on a train. Just being like, nah, he's not best, mate. Wait, what the fuck? Like actually, when that guy walked away, he said, oh, it doesn't come with anchovies anyway. You're like, no, oh, I don't respect it. I don't respect that Let at all. me continue and explain what I did not respect. So at, at first, I didn't respect the company. I didn't respect the people that were around me. And I'd certainly yeah. sure as shit didn't respect you humbly just curl up mm. into your shell mm. and accept that there will be no anchovies and let Pat bully you, oh, essentially. Because I, I feel like Pat just bulldozed his way through these situations. See, maybe... Here's the thing. I, like, you let other people think that you're, like, bulldozing them. It's just like, you don't understand. I'm actually... I am <laughs> I the stronger wrong. one here. It's like when a monk is like... You know, like when a when a monk gets bulldozed, he's not like, he's kind of like I won. Like the bulldozer <laughs> fought, like had to crush me. Yeah. So for that, I won. 
losing is winning. It's the one that we always love when we're talking about the good fight. I've <laughs> explained on the podcast before how the monks are like, uh, if you give them like f- uh, free food because they go around, they they need mm. they need the food. They, it's like an alms giving thing. And mm. they're like, uh, what we did, we offered you the opportunity to do something nice for us. Mm. And so that's actually a good thing that we're doing for you. You're like, eh, you seem to have flipped this on its head because it feels a lot like I'm the one giving you charity. Chair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give that food back. Oh, it's so true. So, <laughs> do you want to go? So, anyway, you, you think Pat steamrolled me? Hey, I'm humble enough to let you think that. Good. So, um, okay. So at that stage, as I said, I said four or five times, I didn't respect the people around me. Then, when he said that the anchovy itself didn't actually come mm. on the pizza, I actually don't respect this restaurant. See, I actually quite respected the restaurant. I, f- I felt it was quite authentic. And also, here's something that I've, I disagreed all, all with you on the night. you can eat pizza and beers for 35 <laughs> bucks. It screams authentic Italian. No, the, I thought... Did you, did you think the pizzas weren't that authentic? I thought they were. And yeah, also, here's, here's another thing. I don't even really want to argue over the authenticity point anyway, because this cultural it's gatekeeping in, in the culinary arts is something that I think is so flawed. Like, I explained that time when George Colin Barros is like, to a Greek... To a, a young Greek girl on MasterChef, like, she's like, this isn't a Greek salad. It's got lettuce. And she's like, no, but it's the way my grandma always made it. And she's from Greece. And like, it's not a Greek salad. Mm. Like, uh, okay. Like, don't try to homogenize a whole nation's identity into a dish. I think, that's, I think that's a pretty fair point. And I took that one on board. Yeah, you did. Like, even through the drunken haze, I could see that that sort of, <laughs> <laughs> sort of resonated. You make it you. seem like I was like, and fucking Alex, let me tell you about the bloody engine. It's kind of King Henry VIII sort of stuff. <laughs> like, I mean, we are just eating a fucked amount of pizza and lot of beer but yeah i, I think felt the, so sick yeah so did i, I couldn't move what did I, yeah um i should have vomited <laughs> yeah um wait, what was I say? oh the gratitude thing mm. but i was like i was like explained he was like i express my gratitude to this man and to this restaurant like n- not even for them like it's not about like when i say thanks to someone it's not about me making them feel better and letting them know that i appreciate it it just feels good for me to say thanks Mm. The gratitude is on me. So you holding this anger, this misdirected anger against this man and his lack of anchovies, I mean, it just poisons your your own soul, not this man. Like, forgive, not for him, but for you. I see myself as a Christ-like figure in a lot of ways. I've been told I look like Christ. I've also been <laughs> told do. very recently, yeah. and this is where the whole dad thing came up as well. What dad thing? Oh, stay at home dad. Stay at home dad. Yeah. I was asked um, how my kids were. <laughs> So I was at work um, on a Sunday and the, this guy comes down with his kids and I was just like chatting with the kids while I was helping the dad get a suit and all that jazz. And um, like, as I said, I'm pretty good with kids because I've done a lot of coaching mm. with young kids and but I, he's, I get it. Yeah, but but now you're not good with kids like an older kid. You're good with kids like a dad. Exactly. A subtle, and subtle bit I do look quite old. Yeah. Older than I, I think. Well, for example, I look much older with a beard than I do without. And you, you're kind of like Bill Murray then a Groundhog Day. You've You've just seen too much shit in your time. <laughs> You're an old soul. I'm an old soul. Yeah. And um, anyway, so he comes back and he's like, yeah, how are your kids? Well, sorry, I mean, like, do you have kids? And I'm like, nah, honestly, no. No, I don't have kids. I'm not even married. Yeah. You just you haven't got a job, really. I, don't, I, I, even... I mean, it looks like I have a job here. <laughs> I don't. I, mean... I don't even get paid. <laughs> how old is this guy? Um, he would have been very late 30s. Uh, yeah. Wait, here's one thing I wanted to say, um, and it kind of ties into a couple of things. Like, so it was when we were talking about the show mm. with, uh, with my sisters, and like the kids, some of the older kids were there. Like, so the nephew's like 
was eight mm. and the niece who's like 11 mm. and I was like kind of like jokingly like when they're talking about how much it costs I was like bah kids are such a waste of money <laughs> and but like then they didn't laugh so it just sounded so much harsher <laughs> I don't know so I did he stuff. chase it up or you just let it know. sit there it was a bit like humbly the one, let it rest one before when I was like yeah I see myself as a Christ like figure and you were just like yeah and I was like well now I sound like a fuckwit like you just <laughs> laughed immediately it'd be like just changes Once the context again, so like, much. If you're, I, thought it, I thought it was obvious that it was a gag. That like, obviously, I don't think your kids are a waste of money. It's just funny to be like. You have to rely on the laughter to make yeah, the gag. You know what yeah. I mean? If anything, say it more deadpan. And like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, Double down. Really Once again, I don't say thanks because I want to make you feel good. I say because <laughs> I want to feel good. I tell gags to make to myself make feel, good. feel good. I play piano to make That's myself That's why I love deadpan. Good. I don't care if you don't get it. <laughs> Like, it means nothing like we, the gag itself is still good I love so. how we can just give each other like psychological and life advice <laughs> just like in this 45 minutes of the podcast two tortured just, souls just really just, fucking poking the stick around for 45 minutes we can just kid ourselves that we've got our shit together like how we like we're always talking about sending each other our resumes and cover letters to take a look at it it's yeah. like neither one of us can get a job like <laughs> what sense does it make for you to have a look at my cover letter because I was chatting to uh. Vino about it and Vino was just like I was like, I don't really know who to send this to. I was like, I might ask you to have a look, even though we don't normally do that, yeah. me and you, you know? And then he was like, well, send it to your dad. He works in, he's worked in a lab for like 40 years. And I was like, mm, it's a good point. But like I said, I don't want to do it. Also, you know how I said, uh, I haven't chased up the things that you recommended to me because I was reading the book that Vina sent me, which yep. she saw on Thursday night, yep. the man who mistook his wife for yep. a hat. Great stuff. Would be great for tidbits, but we've done away with the tidbits. We're back done. I'm sick of it, by the way. The next book, the, well, he, he lent me two books at the same time that I read straight after that. You, like Again, another one that I, I insist you read. Yeah. It was like it was what you were talking about before. It's called uh, Jonathan Livingston Seagull. I really loved it. It's about a seagull who just loves flying. Oh, fuck it. It's, it's just like, it's actually, it's kind of like a, I feel like you'd almost say it reached sort of a, like a cult success. It sold like a million copies. It's like a real thin volume. Probably wouldn't be more than 50 pages. Wow. Yeah. It's, um, but it's really good. But it was, it was kind of like what we were talking about like maybe 15 minutes ago about like, yeah, you just do something for the love. So I've been on a real hot streak with uh, books resonating with me. I was actually thinking about <clears throat> books that, were, that had resonated with me mm. in the car yesterday or this morning. Yeah. Because I hadn't read a, haven't like finished, I started reading like Huckleberry Finn, Revenge of Huckleberry Finn, purely because mm. Bill Murray was reading a little yeah, part yeah. of it. And I was like, fuck yeah, I love Bill Murray. Yeah. I'm going to read the book too. I, I, we, we should really start doing book recommendations or poetry hour on this show. Yeah, I think honestly we should just read, we should do audio books. With commentary over the top. <laughs> you can't have, like, commentary over the top. Yeah, you can. Like, so you read the yeah. book, and then I'll be like, oh, Alex is coming up to the second paragraph now. <laughs> well, because, yeah, it's, it's like... It's a big of, word coming up. It kind of makes sense Nails when you're watching it. a movie, because you're like, um, I'm looking at the screen, so the audio commentary, it comments on <laughs> yeah. that. But it's just like, if I'm listening to a book, and then I'm hearing someone going on the book, it's like, you can't listen to it's two perfect. separate things at the same no, time. That's the beauty of stereo sound. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube videos where it's like every episode of Friends at once. <laughs> it's just like this really like hazy image with like images overlaid on each yeah. other and just a muffle of sound. It's just like, yeah, it's just 300 episodes mashed together. I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I was reading. And like one book this year that I read that I really, really enjoyed was A Fortunate Life by Abby oh, Casey. Yeah. And I only read the kids version. I haven't read the adult version. Have you got a copy? I do actually. Yeah, you can borrow it too. Lending books to each other is so wholesome. And like I said, I would have lent you those books were they not Vincent's dad's. <laughs> If you're listening, Vinner, <laughs> I would have liked those books. I'll get them back to it pretty soon, I reckon. Um, I'll get your transcript back to you as well. That's really funny. You just got yeah, your transcript. Yeah, transcript. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to bring it today. 
Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, Alex and I have such a similar transcript that they're interchangeable. <laughs> he lost his, so I let him use mine. It's actually the same wham, pretty much, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. It was, it was like within one hundredth of a wham point. Yeah, something ridiculous. <laughs> you can't separate so it. Yeah, and like, not so in a good cool. way. Not in like, oh my God, these guys, like, they're, they're, they won the 100 metres and they were separated by a mere, a mere millisecond. It's like, oh, jeez. They came pretty much dead last. But they were <laughs> neck and neck the whole line. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, what was I saying? A.B. Facey. Fortunate life. And I was, I was wondering, like, why did I like that book so much? And I was like, honestly, it's... The it's Love for life. It's like the bird mm. that loves flying. Mm. He just loved. He just loved living. He mm. never really thought about where he yeah, was going. Yeah. He, he didn't care about where he was flying to. <laughs> I love you. Just happily referencing this book. <laughs> 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 I know that that's what the bird loved doing. Am I right? Hey, hey you got the gist of it. You got the gist of it. Bird loves to fly. Simple as that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's just about. Oh, I loved it. Mm. Also, camaraderie. Mm. One thing I never understood when I was younger, was like, why do these guys run off to these world wars, you know? Yeah. You keep telling me about it. Hang and out like, with the boys. Hang, yeah, and I was like, hang out with the boys. It just doesn't make sense. And then it's like, hear about stories of, or for example, A.B. Facey, when he was mm. in Gallipoli, um, he got injured, right? Got some yeah. shrapnel in his leg and, and then he was um, taken to the hospital and they said, okay, you'll probably send you home now. We're not sure you can go back. And he's sitting in bed like, I can't think of anything worse than going home. Like, right now, to be honest, I can't think of anything worse than not being in the trenches with my mates. Like, not because, mm. like, I have a love of country or anything like that. Yeah. But I'm actually driven by guilt to know that, like, my friends, the people that I love and have become so close with, mm. are in the shit, dealing with this horrible thing, and I'm not there with them. Yeah. Like, I- I'm getting a get-out-of-jail-free card just because I got a, a harmless bit of... Well, not harmless, it sort of plagued his life, but a um, bit of shrapnel. I'm sort of spared from this horrible, horrible reality. Yeah, it's interesting. And when people sort of come back from war and like, yeah, nothing, nothing else has felt real. Like it's, it's fucked up, but I kind of wish it were back there. Yeah. Because at least, at least things like had meaning. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, people, people listeners are probably going to crack up what I'm going to say next, but it was like, it was kind of like when I was like at school and like, we were like running cross country or like, mm. you know, really doing gut busting sessions. You like, it really felt like it meant something. And then you kind of finish and you're like, like, what can I really do now? Like, I hang out with my mates. It's like, we're not really striving towards a common goal, are we? That's why it was good, like, a couple of weeks ago when we changed a tyre. Yeah. For, like, 15 minutes, we're like, yeah, we're striving towards something. We're getting a job done. I love doing jobs. Mm. But I, I think mean, I agree with you. Like, I'm not I'm not saying we need to es- escalate something to a life and death situation, but it's like, just something where I'm I'm sort of living for more than more than myself, more, more than my day-to-day. Yeah. <clears throat> Also, here's something um, that I was I was messaging my brother about, like with that with this zest for life thing. Mm. So my roommate is a real busy guy. Like he's home, he's like pretty much only home to sleep. Whereas I'm, I think I've calculated, I'm in the house for like pretty much 22 hours a day. <laughs> like I leave to go to the gym and the supermarket, and like that's it. Otherwise, I'm happy just doing jobs around the home. Strong. And so he like went to work at 6 a.m. and he came back at 7, cooked a quick dinner. We chatted for a bit and then he went to bed probably quarter to nine or nine o'clock. Yeah. And I'm like, my goodness, that seems like such a horrible, horrible way to spend a day. It's like, yeah, well, it's a, it's a, and he's just got a zest for life. I'm like, who has a real zest for life? The guy who needs to distract himself from the fact that he's kind of alive all the time? Mm. Or is the man with the real zest for life the guy who just lies on the couch and looks at the wall? And he's just like, man, honestly, I'm happy doing this. It's good enough that I'm alive. Nothing else needs to go on. I agree. I actually... Um, I found it, it's open because I was flipping through um, 
lots of stuff that I'd, I just word documents that I'd written, things that I'd yeah. scribed down. And I have got one little bit here. Um, and I think it was something that I wrote to someone when they were asking me like, Oh, why do you take, like, why do you, why do you get into photography and stuff? Mm. And why'd you get around it? And Is this, are we going to have a little, po- a little poetry? Uh... Fuck. I didn't really, it's gone there now. I'll, I'm going to read it. I'm just going to, what? What? You're looking at me like, yeah. No, no, you're going to say, anyway. No, so Go ahead. Go ahead with your reading. I'm just going to read it raw. You have to be able to see that the world isn't always happy, but if you are open and minded enough, it is always beautiful and you have to appreciate that in any experience you have, good or bad. And I, then I said, yeah, that is why I've gotten, that's what why I got into photography, the ability to isolate the world into one thirty-five millimeter piece of film and only look at it for that moment, that second that it's captured. It's simple and therapeutic. And you will think about that nice moment for weeks until you get it developed and then you'll be reminded of it again. Yeah, life ain't too bad. Yeah, interesting. Well, because it's almost like the moments, like the, as we're living them, they're almost too fleeting. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, like when you, when you look at an artwork and you're like, hey, I can look at this one image for, for an hour and keep getting more and more out of it. Yeah. Alas, I don't have the, the godlike powers to freeze time and do that as mm. I'm living. But yeah, you know, sometimes you have those moments like, and eh, I just want to crystallize this forever. Like that photo I took that I was pretty happy with. When we all went out for ice cream. Exactly. <laughs> it's just the boys. I, I should have made it even more can. I should have told you just taking the photo. I was like, Man, this is nice. If boys are landing around eating ice cream. I enjoy it. That's why I think I, I've been trying to, ever since I think like some people were like, oh, get a digital camera, you coward. It was something like, like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, why do I really enjoy it so much? I love that bit when you take a photo on film, right? Mm. And like you see the shutter close. And you're like, fuck, I just can't wait. Now you have to wait. And yeah. I'm just trying to think in my mind, like a couple of days out, mm. what did it look like? What's yeah, it going to yeah. look like? That's I cool. can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. And it's sort of like that um, now when you take on your phone, you sort of like your memory, selective, mm. like you, you yeah. take 10 photos, right? Because you want to get the right one. Yeah. But then like you just saw it in the cloud and you, you, you mentally forget about it. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like yeah. I remember these moments so much more now mm. purely because I keep thinking about it because I, I, I don't know what it looks like. I can't wait to yeah. see what it looks like. Yeah, that was kind of like what I was talking about, how we like outsource outsource memory to the machines now. Exactly. Because like that's kind of the that's kind of the trajectory of human experience. It's yeah. just outsourcing first labor to the to the machines. It's like, oh, it frees us up for more time. And then monks in the fifteen hundreds are memorizing whole books and now it's like, hey, now we outsource the memories to the to the machines. And eventually we, we won't we'll be completely memoryless as people, but we just have a data bank somewhere. And we're like, Yeah, it frees us up for creative solutions and eventually we're going to have computers that can do creative solutions and AI and then we're just going to be just pleasure vehicles. Fuck. You're going to be like, hook me up to the heroin machine and just make <laughs> life feel good all the time. Yeah. Gosh. You want to wrap this one up? I've been really happy with this episode. Really? Yeah, you? You weren't happy with the last one. I wasn't happy with the last one. Oh, yeah? I was worried about this one too. I was just like, fuck, I don't know where this is. But I think this has been good. This has been a nice real proper candid chat. I think this, has been, this has been our best in a, a while. Yeah, this is, I think, come back to why we started it. It's been quite a pure one. Yeah. None of this. Why didn't you like the last one? Uh, I think the length of it. Mm. Yeah, well, it's actually difficult because it, we got to chop it in two. And I was like, I'm not really sure. I really wanted to ice like, and because the second half of it, it pretty much mm. 45 minutes. It's just me recounting the story. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not really sure. I like like it's just pretty self indulgent. I'm just yeah. telling a story. Nah, no, nah, it's it was a good story. It is what it is. Uh, we'll put it up there. But yeah, we'll we'll end it here. And uh, do you want to get some food? Yeah, love some. <laughs>